the nerds take over. Us? Huh? What's up, nerds? Welcome to the latest episode of Nerdables, episode 168. This week, Mikey, Ethan, Rich, and I are discussing the latest in whatever news we could find in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> We've got a plan. I, don't, I think I did a good job. I've got a sheet and a half worth of stuff. That can we can we at least pretend that we plan, no. plan these ahead of time? Anyone who's listened to this show knows that we do not prepare. We, 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 we prepare gotta, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. We gotta That's give the problem. It's not, it's not consistent. You are blowing that mic out. Scoop back a little. Blowing it up, yeah. Hello. Lick it, Ethan. Lick it. I think we need to put the guard on yours. Uh-huh. I think we need to cut out just that little piece of Mikey saying, lick it, Ethan, and use it as a sound drop <laughs> over and over. <laughs> uh, so, not a gigantic news week, I guess. No. But enough. I mean, like I said, 15 minutes, I found a page and a half. Uh, probably the biggest news that comes out, which also dovetails into our... Uh, Did you say ducktails into? Dovetails. <laughs> dovetails oh, into... The, the new ducktails? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, into the first episode of our latest addition to the Nerdables family, our Star Wars Declassified. We were discussing the possibilities that Lucasfilm had going forward in terms of what they would do after Carrie Fisher's passing. This week, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Lucasfilm has no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher as Leia in Episode Nine. Uh, usually, they don't adro- normally respond to this type of thing. In fact, their quote, uh, quote, we don't normally respond to fan or press speculation, but there is a rumor circulating that we would like to address. We want to assure our fans that Lucasfilm has no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher's performance as Princess or General or Leia Organa. Uh, it was a statement that was posted on StarWars.com. The quote continues, Carrie Fisher was, is, and always will be a part of Lucasfilm family. She was our princess, our general, and more importantly, our friend. We are still hurting from her loss. We cherish her memory and legacy as Princess Leia and will always strive to honor everything she gave to Star Wars. Uh, statement comes, uh, end quote, statement comes after a report stated Lucasfilm was in negotiations with Fisher's estate to include digital recreation of her likeness in future Star Wars films. Fans were expressing concern that the digital recreation that was on display in Rogue One wouldn't be good enough or would have some sort of moral or immoral uh, ambiguity to it. Um, we knew that Kathleen Kennedy and Episode Nine director Colin Trevorrow... I never say his name right. Trevorrow. Tre- is it Trevorrow, Trevorrow right? or Trevorrow? Yeah. I think it's Trevorrow, because if you take out the Trev, the, the rest of it is mo- it's like the end of tomorrow. Yeah, I think the emphasis is on the V. Yeah, Trevorrow. Um, they met this week to talk about it. Uh... You know, again, rumors that she's got two major scenes, that her character has two major scenes left in Episode Nine, So they've at least squashed one of the possibilities going forward. Which we both thought can. it was more than two major scenes. Well, they so well, there's two, the two scenes that everyone seems to think that they're still there that might be in Episode Nine is yeah. her meeting Luke again and confronting her son. That Those are probably in Nine rather than Eight. Hmm. Nobody's nobody's sure. Again, this is all rumor and. Although there is the there is the picture that shows them on set together, her and Luke. Yeah, but it could yeah. be. It could be. Yeah. I mean, or if you're, shooting, if you're shooting, um, yeah, if you're shooting scenes in the same studio, I mean, Pinewood right. is huge. Yeah. So it could just be him. You know, he's shooting with Daisy Ridley. Yeah, but usually actors of that caliber, you know, that are your stars, unless they have, unless they're going to be shooting the same scene, they're not. They don't have the same call time. Yeah. 
but no, what I'm saying is they could be shooting in two different places in the same studio. That's true. It could be also you a have launch a, you're break. Shooting, yeah. you, have a, you have a B director shooting Luke and Ray yeah. on one, on one, in one set, and then four sets over, the A director shooting sure. Leia in the, in the Rebel ho- uh, compound, and Mark's done and walks over and yeah, sees what's going on. Yeah. Or that could be just the area where the trailers are at, and they're yeah. both just hanging out at their trailers. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of Squashing the one... Which we both had said on Declassified that we uh, we didn't really we didn't really want that. Um, you know, I'm happy that they not not that they couldn't not do it digitally, but the fact that it's just seeing her post mortem basically. Well, I think yeah. it was both of it. It yeah. was definitely well, it's too soon. That was my if anything. That was my please don't do also. this out of the, out of the three options. Yeah. Um, well, I know, think also can, like the difference between like her and like Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing's been dead for you know two decades. Oh, yeah, that was about. one. That was and one so of the other things we brought that's up. Okay. And also the emotional reaction that you have. Peter Cushing, you only see in one film. He's not. I mean, he's a great Star Wars character. He's not the beloved Star Wars character who was a main right. character in now four films in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was definitely the option we we weren't looking for. We talked about uh, recasting, recasting, or changing the story to. That's what they're gonna have to do. Well, you can one or the other at this point. They can think, change the well, story. Well, is it the options where you can change the story? Yeah. Which means whatever you had originally intended for Leia is now out the window, and you have to adjust your story for the reality of the situation, or you recast Leia for a final film. Um, as we spoke on the on that podcast, that you've got to pick somebody right. You know, someone who's got some some chops or whatever. Jolie looks like her though too. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. You know, we we kept mentioning someone like Emma Thompson or something, like someone who had someone who's got some acting chops. That caliber of actress. Of, no, yeah. You know, it, and, and I I was against it when I first when I first kind of discussed it when I thought about it later. Personally, my feelings again of going over what we we talked about then is that mm-hmm. the character has a different importance than Carrie Fisher. Both are very important in their their own respects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think if you do it right, and again, if, you know, instead of like, hey, we pick some girl off the street to play her character, if you're because she someone, looks like her, yeah, if we're doing someone who, and I don't care whether they look, she looks like her, you know, if you, you the well, audience, I think, will understand that you have a character that she's going to wear the same clothes and you can do the hair or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's not going to look exactly like. Would her, you prefer to get somebody that doesn't look like her? It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. If you're striving to, it has to look like that person. You have a with everything that you can do with makeup and wardrobe, yeah, and and costume design and everything. Anyone that you pick, you can push towards that look, but it's never going to look like her. Because like the comment I made on on the uh, the classified when I said you know one of the problems with Superman Returns is that they tried to have Brandon Roush act like Christopher right. Reeves. What Ralph? Not, well, acting not like not I said Roush, didn't I? Yeah, acting I, like he's looked. Well, but yeah. there was mannerisms and things yeah. like that. that mannerisms were... I'm fine with. And, and My my issue with it, I think, and the only reason I would go against that is recasting is because of such uh, it's being such an iconic character. I would feel like, you know, yeah, there's a story that needs to be told, but I couldn't see anybody else playing that. But that's my push to you is iconic as a character, mm-hmm. I think, deserves the ending that was originally intended for her. And again, it may be something where they're You're looking thinking at, rationally. Well, then, <laughs> but the other no, side of it is that, there's, there's a lot of because yeah. the reality is intruding on it. Um, the one <laughs> person that we didn't bring up, and actually, 
uh, Eric brought it up when he sent it to me. He's like, how the hell did you not mention Dumbledore? Yes. The fact that they had to recast Dumbledore. Now, again, you didn't have as much time. Right. You know, dumb, um, oh my goodness, who played Dumbledore first? Was it Richard, Richard Harris. Richard Harris. When Richard Harris passed away, he had been in three films. Did he make it to three? Three, four. I thought he was... Maybe it was just the first two. I think it might have been the first two. So... It could have been The three. amount of work that was there wasn't as... It, it, it didn't reach that same level of pop culture iconic status. And he's also hidden but behind also, the beard yeah, and the clothes. Yeah, that character, he's got a lot of hair, a it's lot of an beard. Older yeah, makeup. but again, yeah. you you have you did replace him mm-hmm. because of a real-life situation because right. you couldn't... And again, it's different when you're adapting something. They could just like, oh, we're going to throw out the next four books hmm. and rewrite them because Richard Harris passed away and we can't use Dumbledore anymore. Right. You, you, in a way, had to have that character. But you're also talking Star Wars is on a different level than what Harry Potter was It doesn't matter whether it's Star time. Wars or... or, or the, I feel that as a character, you... I'm putting in air quotes, have to have her story play out the way that you originally wanted it to. And again, you're going to rewrite it you're going to look at it. The, the script for episode nine isn't done. You, you may look at it and go, you know what? It makes it makes a bigger impact if we if we write out Leia's character, whichever way we were going to. We could write her out in the beginning of that of that sequence and, and or the, the beginning of that film. You so may the, just the options are things. open there. But if you're looking at it and going, there's definitely something missing in this film because she's not in it because mm-hmm. she can't play the same role that she's in. Then. I don't have a problem with them recasting someone of enough status or enough skill to play that role. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm completely fine with it, knowing the situation. And I think with that time, rather than, again, having the character of the actress you as fans love so much die on the screen, mm-hmm. I think it's more respectful to have someone else replace them and fans understanding that this is the situation. But well, then you kill it, kill the character. Well, again, what it, if that's her original? If that's her original demise, yes. And having actress X play Leia as she dies is going to be better than here's some some you know unused footage that we show of Carrie Fisher as General Solo looking out into the sky and there's the Tie Fighters and the base blows up. Yeah. You know, seeing her, at, seeing Carrie Fisher playing Leia as she dies in the beginning of the film, I think is too difficult versus actress X there'd playing be a, Leia. There'd definitely the be end. an emotional, you know, like you'd be, I mean, I know you, I would be in tears at the, when she dies right there. And then you were to miss whatever happens, you know, yeah, for the next 10, 15 minutes after. taking in on everybody's emotional scale, too. Yeah. So it's, it's a very tough, I, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. No. I don't think anyone's glad they have to make the decision, but I am. I will say I, I give props to Lucasfilm for immediately coming out and saying we're not doing this. Yes, we're not going to digitally recreate it. And to do it on StarWars.com, which is a big thing because usually they don't put any news like that on StarWars.com. Well, yeah, and, and again, it, it's something to, to that speaks to the power of what's going. Not only just that character and that actress, but also the fact that people are concerned with the role. Yeah. In terms of what they're going to do going forward. To be able to come out and say immediately, I'm squashing this right now. We're not doing this. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. We still have decisions to make. We're not sure what we're going to do, but this is definitely not one of them. So, yeah. For that. Um, I guess lots of Deadpool news, sort of Deadpool news, sort of pieces. Uh, Deadpool writers for Deadpool 2 confirmed that Colossus, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead would at least have cameos in the film. 
Uh, meaning they basically said, I, <laughs> the quote is something along the lines of, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll show up. At right. the very least, they'll have cameos. So it does seem like they're not, may, may not play a huge role in it. Um, but Dopinder, mm-hmm. the cab driver yes, that we is. all love, is in the film. And from the way they're talking about it, he has a role at least as big as his role in the first <laughs> one. Or close to it, which is fantastic. The writers said that they love their relationship between the two of them. He's going to be the, kind of like the Deadpool sidekick. Yeah. Uh, we've obviously have confirms that Cable's in the film. And yes. there's still no confirmation of the rumors that Domino will be in the film. Who, who, would you, who was it that you said that was rumored for playing her? They've talked that, that, uh, that Maura, or not Maura. Um, uh, oh, my. Ba- huh? background? Yeah. Is, uh, is Domino. And they, they've set it up where it could possibly be, is that her mutant power got unlocked when she gets put into the glass chamber at the end. Well, the rumor the would probably come from the idea that... Oh, my God. It's the, uh, Vanessa, right? Yes. It's the character she plays. Vanessa posed as Domino. Right. Excuse me. When, when the six-pack returns... <laughs> Getting into the 90s, folks, with X-Force. When six packs, when the six-pack, which is the mercenary group that Cable was running before he started running the New X-Force. Mutants, new mutants oh, and yeah, then X-Force, yeah. the six-pack comes back. The Domino character there is actually Vanessa. Mm-hmm. As a shapeshifter, has taken Domino's role and is able to even mimic her powers. Right. Um, I think if I remember right, like her powers, she loses it. She loses the ability to do it, and she's treating it as, oh, something's wrong with me as Domino. And then they find out that it's... Not Domino. Um, so I think a lot of people have kind of latched on to that rumor. Because that started when it, it was started first announced when... that it was Vanessa. Right. Because eventually uh, uh, Wade enters into, in the comics, Wade enters into a relationship with Vanessa mm-hmm. after she's been outed and she's basically shunned from everybody. And he's like, hey, look, I have a friend. Um, so yeah, Deadpool 2 is coming. And we get negative. Sonic Teenage Warhead, which everybody loved. Which I, I don't know if it's if it's a good idea to tell everybody that they're barely in the film. Well, I think because they they talked about the the guy who does the voice of Colossus has signed on. So, I mean, there's a good chance that they're both going to be in it. And I wouldn't see why they wouldn't be in it. Because well, they're they definitely such... in it, but how long are they yeah. in it? You know? Did they finally squash the rumors that, uh, that there will not be a Deadpool versus Wolverine? Ryan Reynolds has been trying to get Hugh Jackman to do. I don't know, and I think oh, versus he, like an entire movie of verses. Uh, both of them, well, either a movie with them together or verses. Oh, verses <laughs> sounds stupid, but do a buddy yeah, cop Deadpool and Wolverine. Well, like I told you when we Good saw cop, bad cop. when we saw the Logan trailer yeah. in theater, I think Wade is the dude underneath the hat and wrapped up in bandages. Like, when, so as soon as, as, soon as, as I way saw, you yeah. throw Wade in there, so speaking of uh, the Wolverine, uh, they're doing this new thing where, for the next trailer. It's 19, they're calling it 1974. That if you went to the website of 1974, they are sending out. They send you a they had websites in 1974. They send you a clip of the next trailer, and they want you. They want you to do is hashtag take a picture of it, and hashtag it, and they'll put them together all in order before they put the trailer out. There was another movie that did some weird crap like that. That's way too much work. Apparently, I, I did I it. So apparently mine's on the way. Cloverfield, or, uh, Cloverfield uh, did it. That. They did that. Some Something similar. They did it where you had, if you track coordinates down, then you went and you oh, could yeah, uh, yeah, dig yeah, up yeah. some box or something That's that was. had something with the trailer it in Voltrons. it. Mm-hmm. It was the Voltrons. The Voltrons. The Voltrons. <laughs> I so, wanted it to be Voltrons. Yeah. Also, there's another little bit of rumor from Deadpool's camp, I guess I don't want to say, would be... Is that uh, he's a mutant? Yes. <laughs> it's he, a rumor that he's a mutant. That he's Fox actually... is talking that it's actually going to be 
opening up uh, X-Force movies, and uh, I guess the direct quote was X-Force and beyond. It's kind of setting up the... the... Well, they've been talking about doing X-Force or multiple X-Forces for a while. I mean, yeah. Rob Liefeld came up, they're doing X-Force, bro! Well, then he turned his hat backwards, slammed the dude. <laughs> they, they We're going to do 45 X-Force Well, I, they got to get another X-Franchise going, because if the other regular X-Men franchise is starting to oh, yeah. peter out, and then they only have, like, one. Well, there's also kind of a rumor about that one, too. Yeah, is the that, X-Men Supernova. Yeah, That's well, that was got released by a casting website, yeah. and it just says X-Men Supernova, so everybody starts speculating that it's either about the 90s Supernova, Plus, yeah, or it could be... Yeah. Dark Phoenix. Or because uh, where... Don't they face a group called Supernova yes. when Claremont comes back? Yes. And then uh, the one, the other thing is that... They were, like, they were like super mutants, weren't they? Yeah. They believe themselves to be like the next evolution past Homo mm. Superior. Mm. I'm trying to remember my huh. years yeah, and almost. years of X-Lore. But yeah, they're, they're saying that the other thing that the Supernova could be is since Jean Grey released the Phoenix in uh, Apocalypse, that it could be... The, oh. Well, every time they tease the Phoenix, and then you're like, oh, I'm excited to see the Phoenix in the next <laughs> film. And then it blows <laughs> chunks. Oh, who are we talking? Oh, my goodness. I can't remember. We were talking about something, and we are talking about a director. Oh, it was it was, uh, it was was Zack Snyder. And I said something about Zack Snyder. And, and Melissa says, isn't that the guy who ruined X-Men, X-Men for you? And I was like, no, that's Brett Ratner. <laughs> She's like, oh, there's a lot of directors you don't like. <laughs> well, Zack Snyder was fine for his first film, and then... I still wow. want to see Michael Bay produce a Zack Snyder film. It's just called Explosion. <laughs> it's slow-mo. It's, slow-mo. it's 45 minutes of one explosion. Explosion in front of an American flag at sunset. From a from a low angle. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow Mark Wahlberg's in it. Yeah. Yeah, Optimus Prime. It's an explosion, okay? <laughs> That's the whole lie. <laughs> Where's Optimus? Where's Optimus, okay? I I'm an inventor. Hell, the, the Patriot's Day. First off, Patriot's Day with Mark Wahlberg. Was, well, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Mark Wahlberg is in a movie about Boston? We gotta get him. We gotta I get him like, before they do it again. gonna be okay, okay? I wonder if we're he, like, him. lobbied himself to get that part. Like, they were I think he's a producer. He's a producer. Yeah. And it's not like, it doesn't even, like, it looks like a bad film, but it's just, Marky Mark has become a joke in and of itself, where you just, like, look at that type of film and go, I don't know if I can take any of this seriously. Okay? We're gonna go talk to the bombers, okay? How's your mother? She's dead. Oh, is that why you're killing people? Is that why you're blowing up boiling pots? Why didn't you put some crab in there? Why didn't you put some clam chowder? <laughs> chowder. 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 Is everybody excited for Deadpool 2? Or does anybody care? I don't really care until... I think we've had that. I think I've asked that question before. Day. But that's the so. thing. is like the, the first one was enjoyable to watch. I'm sure this one is going to be I like the first one. I just didn't have the... Oh my God! This is the greatest superhero film that's ever existed right. in the history of the universe. And then it's—I found it hilarious that on almost every other podcast, the pop culture podcast that I listened to, that was going through like the best of the year, they're like, "Dead? Oh yeah, Deadpool was this year." No one remembered it. Yeah, because well, you have—it's like you go back and you're like Rogue One, you well, know, two weeks, and you're like, okay, yeah. And then you go back four months and you're like Civil War, and you're like, okay, that's it, right? That's that's the first big movie of the year. You yeah. forgot that. Well, yeah. now eleven months ago. You had Deadpool released to a gajillion dollars. Well, the funny thing is know. Deadpool isn't considered that big because it was the first movie of its kind, essentially. It's already the so people were like, uh, well, you know, well, it was on the a, it fence was about a, seeing it and this and that. It ended for, up being that surprise kind of hit. Like, even Fox like, we didn't think we were right. going to make this. 
That's why before before Saturday's box seen, office numbers seen, were in, they're like, we're doing Deadpool too. Have you seen uh, cutting the Ryan budget. Reynolds' campaign for Deadpool for the Oscars? Yeah, there's an Oscar no. campaign for it in terms of there. And it was in the Golden Globes, what is it, comedy, yeah. musical. Yeah, it, that it, way, it like, was hey, nominated. Like, we don't have to pick between La La Land and, what well, one for drama? Moon, moonlight. moonlight, yeah, Moon, moonlight. moonlight, yes, Moonlight. moonlight. One. <laughs> Mark Spector is Moonlight. <laughs> like, oh, we don't have to pick; we can just give it to both of them. Well, it was Good even job. funny when Goldie Hawn made the announcement for uh, Ryan Gosling. She kind of just Ryan, Ryan Gosling. No, she was like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I can't figure out. <laughs> like she couldn't figure out his name. Couldn't figure out if Goldie Hawn is that drunk all the time, or was it extra? Or was it was very weird. It's really weird that Amy Schumer had to be the grown-up one there. Yeah, Amy Schumer was the straight man. It's still she's still married to Don Johnson though. That's kind of amazing. What? She's still married to Don Johnson. No, she's not. No, it's Kurt, Russell. Kurt Russell. They're not Kurt actually Russell. married. They're just they have a civil thing. Who's that thing who was with Don Johnson? Melanie Griffith. Melanie, Melanie yeah. Griffith. That's right. Are they still together? No. no. He couldn't. He couldn't stand all the Botox. God, she. They. That was like nineties early. Yeah. I don't remember. Shows how much I pay attention. It's not geeks. I'm not paying attention to it. Because <laughs> well, then she got with uh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Oh, how could I forget the You're a spy, Mr. Leland. It's my mother's favorite line. Antonio Banderas. So what else we got? Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I love those commercials. Antonio Banderas. This is not. He just looks like a son of a bitch. Oh, Benicio. I, I, I hope there is a commercial somewhere in the next six months. A Heineken commercial with Antonio Banderas showing up and seeing Benicio del Toro. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) Antonio Banderas. I'm not. No, he's right there behind you. Ah, I'm Antonio. That would be. be (laughs) (laughs) And now Chris will go. Hey, that was my. Aww. I keep stealing my. Shut your mouth. Uh, Let's move into the world of DC. DC Comics Comics News. Of comics, not. No, we get to the movies movies later. Uh, DC Comics announced this week the Button crossover. Comes in April. Crossover is between Flash and Batman, issues 21 and 22. Tom King and Josh Williamson are writing it. Jason Fabok and Howard Porter are drawing it. The covers that they revealed is Batman holding the Watchmen button and Flash holding the Watchmen button. Uh, It's the first major touch on the events of DC Universe Rebirth special that came out last May Mm -hmm. uh, of the Watchmen Conspiracy. That is affecting the the DC universe. Did you see uh, people are still this finding week, well this week Easter eggs in, in Watchmen? Oh yeah, uh, this week we had the Titans issue in which Clark, who is the pre New Fifty Two Clark, meets Wally. He sees him again. It's actually it's kind of they're fighting in New York. I think the Titans are fighting in New York. They're fighting this big monster. They finally knock it down or whatever. And then Superman shows up and he's like, "Oh, I guess you guys didn't need me. That's cool." And he's talking to him like, oh, yeah, I'm glad you guys are in New York. And he turns to Wally and he says, it's good to see you again, Wally. And just leaves. And Wally goes, Wait, what? How do you remember who I am? And chases after him. And so there's a little piece where they both know that they um, they feel that they're missing time. Yeah. The time has been edited. And that there is something wrong, not only between the two of them, but they, I think they mentioned Wonder Woman as well. Because she's going through the same thing in her book. Mm. But this will be the first direct uh, piece of it. Didn't Teen Titans Go have something? Teen Titans Go has the Watchmen button in the back. Yeah. I finally was like... What episode was that? It's, uh... I was basically finding anything that had Teen Titans Go oh. and I put it in the DVR. <laughs> because, well, here's the thing. 
I don't know if this happens at everybody else's, but Cartoon Network is the worst. Yes. In that, all of a sudden, you'll turn on, you, you hit your, your DVR list, and it has the Eric Andre show, and Lab Rats, and like 8,000 other programs. <laughs> Lab Rats is not even on scene. It doesn't matter. It just Network. throws all these different stuff on it. So almost all of the stuff that's on Cartoon Network, I end up taking off. Right. Because it picks these other pieces. All of a sudden, I've been getting the Eric and Andre show or something yeah. like that because of Rebels. So I just kept hitting... <laughs> you just kept doing all these Teen Titans Go. And the other problem is that 15 minute episodes, they start them five minutes before the hour. Yes. So no. you finish, the, you get they get the first one. Like, yeah. So the episode is, it's fantastic. It's Batman. He's driving back. He's in the Michael Keaton car. <laughs> he drives into the cave. It goes down this little elevator shaft. And before it goes up, they do this wide uh, swipe of the cave. You see a piece of kryptonite. The penny's there, and it's in Zod we trust. Nice. And it's Zod. In the background, you see the bat pod. Mm. But in the foreground on the table is a little glass canister, and the Watchman button is in it. Mm. And it's uh, Batman and Gordon are watching TV, which is basically watching these <laughs> right. different moments of what's going on with the Titans. Hmm. It's great because they, no, they have no dialogue. They just laugh yeah, at each yeah. other. They're basically beavers. <laughs> yeah. They're throwing popcorn and pretzels at each other. There's a point where like he, Batman has the, the cheddar cheese bag or the cheese ball bag, and it's empty. And he puts it down, he picks up his phone, and he's texting Alfred. <laughs> Batman needs snacks. <laughs> right away, sir. Yay, I love you. It's amazing. I've watched... Um, what was the other one I saw that, that was that was really... Oh, that show is so good. Oh, the, I finally saw the Justice League episode where they take over for the Justice League. The Justice League gets picked up by uh, Darkseid. And so they all wear the different costumes. I, I bought the... Um, uh, the Raven is Wonder Woman for someone at work yeah. at, at San Diego. And I was like, I don't even know what this is from. And I'm just flipping them, watching this one. I'm like, hey, that's that one. That's where <laughs> they take. So they take over this Justice League and they save them from Darkseid. And I had no idea that Darkseid is voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, wow. I didn't see that episode. Wow. It's, right. it's so good. Remember. He comes out and he's talking like this. And they're all cowering in fear. And then finally Starf was like, do you need a lozenge? Sure. Hey, that was really good. Thanks. So anyway, I'm going to destroy the... Why aren't you cowering? He's like, you don't sound like you at all. You sound like... You kind of sound like Weird Al Yankovic. I hope so. Weird Al Yankovic is the most evil person on earth. <laughs> he takes people's songs and rewrite them. He's disrespectful to songwriters. Oh, it's so good. Speaking of which, did you see what was re- being released? A, oh, yeah. No, that's all 14 huge. albums of his in an accordion oh, with a 15th, a 15th disc of un... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uncut, unreleased, uh, unreleased stuff. Wow. Is it on vinyl too? I think so. Yeah. I think there's a vinyl there's like a whole. Part. There's like four or five different versions you can get. Yeah. That you can basically customize your own. That's cool. That's they were talking cool. about it on Kevin and Bean because well, yeah. Bean would. Yeah. <laughs> Bean's like, I'm good. I already knew about it in. in uh, uh, well, uh, Be, yeah, Bean was like, I already. Put it yeah, Frank uh, was like, how, how did you know this? He's like, hello. <laughs> uh, Bean loves what weird like. It's going back to the comics we're talking about. Uh, so this will actually be the first like major uh, major storyline to address what they did a year ago. I doubt they're going to give you the actual War. ending. Yeah. I think it's a tease just to... Yeah, at some point, because I know, uh, what was it, like New Year's Eve, Johns, and somebody else, I want to say it was Jim Lee or someone, was just like tweeting all night. All yeah. these things that were coming. I from only DC. ever saw anybody saying Jeff said. And Jeff talked about yeah. yeah the Watchmen. Watchmen. I'm sure there's going to be the Watchmen war at some point. It's kind of interesting to see people who are totally against this and seeing people like you know who cares like it's theirs. Let's do something. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, if you tease it like this and you you just add little teases and you know eventually you're going to get people wanting it. Yeah. But well, yeah, but you saw that long like, though, I mean, it 
as long as it gives you something concrete that kind of gives you more information as to try and figure out what's going on. Let's stay in the world of DC, but moving on to the cinematic universe, which everybody loves so much. Is that Lots sarcasm? Of hearts and flowers. Flowers? That's what's going to save flower, the superhero uh, movie genre. Flowers? No, the DC. The DC, cinematic. yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's so uh, under fire everywhere. Yeah, else. because everybody's mom's name is going to be Martha. Oh, so I was watching uh, Civil War again last night, right? Mm. And you know the part where they catch uh, Bucky and they have him in the uh, the press, mm. and um, so there's yeah there's a part where Cap goes, so which Bucky is this? And he says, your mom, you know, his name is that such such. You wore paper in your shoes to make you taller and all this stuff, and like yeah. And he get, and Cap's like Bucky, and he's like uh, Falcon's like. So what? We're all just good friends now? And it made me think of Batman versus Superman. The whole, you know, how... The worst part is... Martha, the, Martha. The worst part is that um, Martha, someone Martha, put up Martha, on, Martha. on a post or something that both Aquaman and Batman's dad's name are Thomas. Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> if Justice League... That, that's why he outs himself to Aquaman in a, is that, that's in a whole room full of... of of uh, a whole room full of fishermen. fishermen. <laughs> and then he has to go, like, what is Batman doing? Oh, he's killing all those fishermen so they keep his simple secret. Uh, but anyway, this week, The Rock, who is playing Black Adam in the upcoming Shazam movie, which I still think is the biggest miss to not have him be the villain for Justice League instead. Oh. I thought it would have been so much better. Yeah. You would have had someone go toe-to-toe with Superman. But you want to have Darkseid already. You don't have Darkseid, though. You have his minion. Darkseid's not in it. No? No, it's Steppenwolf. Oh. Wolf Mother, or whatever oh, it is. However, there, yeah, Wolf, Mother's, Wolf Mother's a band. There was a picture yeah. of the um, the battle armor cow that Batman has. The, you know, yeah, the, the one Superman he... suit that's redone for the Justice League movie. And on the bottom corner, someone pointed out that the logo does say Justice League Apocalypse underneath. Well, yeah, Steppenwolf would be on Apocalypse. Yeah. They're not going to be on the planet. They're not going to bring him into the first one, though. Mm. I think Dark Darkseid's going to be the next Superman. No, Darkseid's going to be the, the Thanos character. You're going to see him at the end. Yeah, and then Justice League two or three will be versus Darkseid. You know, because they don't want to do anything that Marvel's doing. Fucking Steppenwolf. No one knows Steppenwolf. Exactly. No, I, so like I said, it's stupid. a huge. It, on top of all the other misses, this is one of the biggest misses to have someone like The Rock, who people love, and he's a great big mm-hmm. action star and everything. You put him as Black Adam. And as a magically powered character, he would be able to go toe-in-toe as Superman. That would be the start of that film. Yeah. You can start that film with Black Adam kicking the living crap out of Superman on national TV. Uh-uh, because And Superman's Batman dead. going, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Batman going, we've got to do something about this. I can't stop by myself. Billy walks in yeah. and says, Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> Have you seen Justice League action? Yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I didn't really care for it. Oh! Shazam! I didn't, I didn't care for it at all. I didn't like the Wonder Woman at all. I remember when we were. I, I, I like the. I like the. I like the Black Adam and the. That episode was Captain awesome. Marvel one was good, but. No, I didn't. Really? Mm. Oh, such a shame. I didn't care for the. Um, the so do you think that after? I don't, either. I don't know if we do the show anymore. <laughs> you oh, think after good. the Justice League movie, Jeff Johns is going to go? So um, we got this idea. We're going to reboot the entire DCU. No. Because it's so Warner much harder in a movie, that. and that in that type of franchise, 
to remake in, in terms of in or terms of, look at Spider Man. If you're talking about rebooting in the incorrect term for rebooting, by remaking it, yes. by throwing everything away, then I, I think in terms of that franchise with as many characters, there's no way. Or then you, what you do is you have uh, Wally wake up and it be you can't sell that. It'd be a rebirth. But in terms of the future, so The Rock was tweeting, uh, or I think it was on his Instagram. Uh, he had met with people at DC in terms of the film. Mm-hmm. This quote at a very cool and strategic meeting with the heads of DC about their entire universe. As a hardcore DC fan, to get a real sense of the tonal shifts and developments coming in these future movies has me fired up. Something we as DC fans have all been waiting for a very long time. Hope, optimism, and fun. He's going to lay the smack it down on him. Well, Shazam's the type of movie, a lot of since Billy's too. in it, yeah. is it definitely a movie that you could take a different tone in. Yeah. You can have a that very... Hope di- and optimism, because you have the child perspective. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of, like, Billy is Unless the... Unless they use the new 52 Billy. Yeah, oh, God, asshole. they use the new 52 Billy. I swear to God. <laughs> as a Please. modern yeah. kid. Um, or teenager. If they, He's I, a millennial. If you use no. Billy as, I'm so excited to be a superhero. I mean, sort of the, the, the difference between Bruce's Batman and Dick Grayson as Nightwing was that Dick enjoyed being Nightwing. Yeah. He's like, I feel a responsibility to it, but I still enjoy this. Like, I'm doing something important... But I can the do kind it with of some the flair, Tom fun. Spider-Man in, yeah. in Civil and, War. And it's, it's uh, you know, Batman's very dour and like, oh, it's my responsibility. I have to do this. Um, using Billy as someone who loves being a superhero. The Billy and Young and you Justice, have, yeah. when, they, when they have the Justice League, where it's just sort of like, this is cool. And you have that mentorship with the wizard itself, and he could be like, ah, this is a damn kid. This is Always. cool. I'm hanging out with yeah. Batman. <laughs> Look, there's the Flash. Hey, Soup's letting you fly. So I'm wondering if The Rock really wrote that or DC's uh, marketing team wrote it. <laughs> DC's got it. It, it sounds like a big push. The Rock had that. a meeting with them and he's like, fuck this shit. Nah. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 no. No, but in terms you're, of, like, to specifically, to Dwayne, specifically say hope, optimism, and fun, which has been one of the biggest criticisms of the existing DC Universe yep. films, mm. is that they're so dour, they're so dark. I mean, even even the lighting lightning up they did for uh, uh, Suicide Squad didn't hell didn't oh, lightning they, what oh, there's lightning I was like what lightning <laughs> lightning 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 up, lightning up. well the, the 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 rumors were that the reshoots were to add no, funny moments yeah there wasn't exactly see a reshoot did you see the the that the Darth Vader scene in Rogue One yeah was a reshoot did you notice that I posted it on the thing? Yes, and I... <laughs> what, the Krennic or the fight? The fight. No, the fight no. at the end was one of yeah, the last scenes that. that was that was put in there. Um, that was only, it was only like Krennic. There was a, a, things about Justice League that was put up that now Justice League is even lighter and funnier and things like... There's a bunch of articles on there that... Batman does the bat Tuesday. Yeah, so it's... I, I think they're, they're like... They're listening to the fans, and just, it's just Well, no, like, they're listening to the fact that even though Batman Superman made a lot of money, they're not expecting Justice League to make more right. than that movie film, because they just... Well, that's the thing. I think fans so many were going to be there. They're just sort of like, oh. So many people got so upset with that movie and but how pe- it turned but out. so many people are still going to go see Justice League, though. Yeah. That's the problem. Yep. It's so weird to me that I have... I, the only DC Universe film I've seen is Man of Steel. Yeah, like I said is. that at work, and the customer's like, "Are you serious?" Well, like, you had no desire to see Suicide Squad, no. and then mm-hmm. you really had. No I had, desire I had to see a desire for like a minute when I saw the second trailer. I'm like, "Oh, this could be fun," yeah. and then I saw the first review, and I'm like, "No, this is it." <laughs> I guess at some point I should, but it's sort of like, 
do I really want to waste that time? So many other things I want to see. Yep. There's a lot better shit out there. Like, yep. oh, what did I just see? Anchor, uh, Anchorman 2. <laughs> no, no, no. Zoolander 2. Zoolander 2 is what I was going to say. Wasn't the, wasn't the, the, the Chips trailer? Have, yes. Ugh. It had, no, oh, but it has, a, it has one of the, the puns, like Chipwrecked. What was it? Oh, I saw it. I was like, oh, it's like Chipwrecked. Yeah. See, because it's a ship, but it's shipwrecked. Is that trace it with chip? I swear it was there. Oh yeah, that, that, looks... they're, they're trying. It does not look as good as Twenty One Jump Street or anything like that. It's in that same tone, but yeah, it's almost but... like you've done it and it works there. And I don't know if you really it. want it. Yeah, if you want to do it again. There's some moments. I'm stretching on the, the trailer was well, cute. But... It was funny. I like yeah, that. but you also like to to build the half the trailer on Michael Pena being a homophobe. Yeah, it's sort of like hey, okay. Dak Shepard's okay. But, How many yeah. jokes can you be like, oh, there's his dick out. <laughs> well, the, yeah, there's the, yeah, they had those, the two different scenes and the one where he's carrying the correct his... term is penis. Oh, sorry. His junk's in his face and he goes, oh, he can rub you. He put it on my face. It was in my mouth. Waste <laughs> proboscis. Was, was that in your... <laughs> Waste was your nose on my junk? Was your mouth <laughs> in my thing? No, I don't think no. it's your lips. Well, maybe my cheek rubbed it or something. It was like, it was a disappointment for someone like Michael Pena, who I found funny. And You're going undercover as Poncharella. Wait, do I have two first? That was the other thing. It was like, I'm like, is this, so this this actually is 23 Jump Street. Yeah. Like, I'd be kind of surprised not to see them in, in the in the movie. Make sort of a uh, that, I thought They'll about that, too. in the movie, for sure. I, I thought for sure that. Because that... it's like the same studio and uh, production company, isn't it? I think yeah. so. I think. No, they'll definitely be in the movie. So, what if else they're we got? not, then we'll all riot. Um, so, yeah, last thing I have, Entertainment Weekly did a big cover story on the upcoming Defenders, which I didn't read because I no longer get Entertainment Weekly. Mm. Finally, let it go. Like, I never let read it. Go. And then I forgot to go pick up the end of the year issue, though, so I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, uh, it shows all your characters, it gets some of the shots on set or whatever, but it also talks about Sigourney Weaver's uh, villain character, Gives her. It finally confirms who she is. And not really. Um, uh, they're talking about the. the th- 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 I'm trying to find the Maybe quote. For here. Iron Fist. Uh, quote: Sigourney is the kind of person you can buy as the smartest person in the room. You can also buy as a person holding flamethrower. Character is a very powerful force in New York City. She's everything Sigourney is: sophisticated, intellectual, dangerous. I'm sorry, I can only say <laughs> a bunch of adjectives right now. Um, the character's name is Alexandra, and. So it ran through a couple of rumors as everyone's kind of going crazy. One of the interesting ones that I found, uh, the one that was on Newsarama, was a basically a, a regendering of Alexander Bont, who was uh, framed. I'm sorry, framed as the kingpin of crime when Wilson Fisk or before Wilson Fisk took over and took the name. Uh, Bont's earliest acts as a major crime figure in the Marvel U was killing the hero known as the Defender. As told in Daredevil 67, after spending years in prison, thanks to Daredevil, Bont died in pursuit of revenge against Matt Murdock due to a mutant growth hormone overdose in the Bendis run. So uh, I kind of thought that was kind of interesting, the idea of having a different kingpin yeah. be a part of Defenders and then have it, you know, to basically change the gender, which isn't really a big deal for a character, excuse me, that is so, excuse me again, that's so obscure. So Yeah. But, and then there was some other different rumors of what the Alexandra might be. That's so you it could be a mashup of characters too. You have then two. You have Wilson Fisk in the Netflix part of the yeah. Marvel side and her so you can always interchange those well, I, wonder, there would I wonder be, how there would much be he's going to be over. in it though 
with uh, all the shooting he's done. Because well, uh, I don't think Fisk will be. I'm just saying no, you have it, Fisk in the Netflix. You yeah. have her. If they're sort of both the kingpins yeah. of well, there would be a vacuum in with, with Fisk. Fisk yeah. in prison. Yeah. So that I mean that it's, it's a it's a story they've done in numerous times. If some whoever fills the vacuum of yeah. of the kingpin. So it says I mentioned that there was some. Um, I thought I thought the uh, EW uh, column mentioned something about the connection possibly to the movies as well for the defenders. Not well. If it was, it wasn't in this one. Um, I don't. Remember, I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember what all yeah, it was. Yeah, I kind of wish they'd stop talking about that. I did too. There's so many people that are like, oh no no, they're all in the movies. They're going to be like major roles in Avengers. It's like, no, they're not. But Spider Man con- is confirmed for the movie now. Yay. Well, yeah. Spider-Man... He has to be in the movie because the everything universe, is Spider-Man and Iron Man, right? That's right. what you have to do. But it's in terms of the TV shows... Yeah, they said there'll, there'll be yeah. cameos in terms of the TV show things, but it's I, I think it's it's going to be closer to what you thought might have been... For Civil War. The, the, not for Civil War, for Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea of them fighting robots around the world. You'll see Daredevil fight a robot or whatever. Mm. Um, you get a quick image. I think yeah. that'll just be, you know, whatever happens in Infinity War... Hell, even if it's if it's Infinity Gauntlet where he re- removes half the people from existence, yeah, it could be you know Jessica and Luke standing next to each other and Luke disappears, and it's just if That'd you're a cool. fan of the thing, yeah. if you're a fan of the shows, you're watching. Oh, hey, just but it doesn't. Shot type deal. And if it's you're a major audience that hasn't seen it, it's just oh, it's another person that's missing. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't know. we'll find out who her villain will be. Defenders is. End of this year? Next year? Next year? I th- it's September, it's isn't it? It's a network show, isn't it? No. No, it's Netflix. No. Oh. It's the Netflix. Because uh, it, Iron Fist is, is March. Yeah. And it's September. Yeah. And then next year is... Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage 2. Yeah. And yeah. Daredevil 3. Is Daredevil 3 next year? They Daredevil 3 is supposed to be coming up soon. Have they announced it? Yeah. Say, are oh. they doing Daredevil 3? Yeah, they announced it. Oh. you got to find some room for Punisher... May uh-huh. have one that drops every two months. At some point, I think I still think they could do it once a quarter. Every three months, every four months. I really m- see them do sort of like their cinematic escape, two movies a year type deal. Just give me two shows. Hmm. Well, that's what they are now. But with Netflix, oh, I, I mean, know. if You've you got do so it, many things that they want to do, if I mean, you do it, on. if you do it seasonal, you know, so you do spring, fall, winter, or spring, fall, summer, yeah. winter. You get you run through the story. There is an interesting. Well, that's the thing. There's there's an interesting. There's an article I read, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, I posted it, where someone was talking about these differences in, in TV and this idea of this instantaneous, and it was something that I brought up all the way back with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And I said that, that idea of dropping all the episodes is like you get that cool buzz right away, and then it disappears within weeks, right. and it's gone, rather than a full season where you have people waiting for those episodes. Well, like you said, the water cooler moment's gone. Yeah. Well, that's why Amazon with stuff. Amazon with the Grand Tour does it every week they one every friday I think that was because of their production schedule too could be it was something it was something along the lines i know sebastian said something that it was partly because of that but it was also like that was in their contracts or whatever there's another i don't remember the show but i remember seeing there's a show on netflix too that releases weekly hmm. it's one of their their originals and i forget what it is yeah, they may be trying to just stretch out that type mm-hmm. of thing to see where your because I mean, if you if you cut it, you can also you know click that ad in the beginning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pop, pop something in there that's weekly. You know, Toyota presents Marvel's Defenders. Yeah. Drive a Toyota Tacoma when the next time aliens invade your city. 
if you you can't do that in front of if you do that in front of every show where you're sitting there watching episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four, episode five in one day, and you see that commercial five times, it's gonna blow your brains out. That's but how you it was see with it. Hulu. <laughs> yeah, and like the same commercial was that every commercial break, and you're yeah. Like, oh, that's what the CW app. Yeah. It's the it's same. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's points I was like, I hate Toyota Tacomas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when, uh, when the NHL Network was first on, there was only four commercials. When it Most first launched, yeah. Oh, God, it was terrible. You, you'd be Farmers watching. only. <laughs> that was later, but yeah. Uh, no, the Most first, it was, nice. Or, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was like a beer commercial, and it was the, like, the Great One DVD, and then, like, the history of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then some, like, local something. Every commercial break for, like, the first few times I watched NHL Tonight... It's just the same four commercials, and I'm going, oh, my God. We'll get a new sponsor. I'll sponsor you. Yeah. Let's find some money. And you're like, the NHL Network's. <laughs> NHL Tonight's sponsored by Chris. <laughs> Hi, guys. That'd be pretty cool, actually. That'd, That'd be, be amazing. Right? Just, <laughs> you just get random strangers. Yeah. I, I donated money to this <laughs> broadcast. so I wanted to make sure I that wonder we break if you up had enough money if you could do that. Depends on how much money. Here's $1,000. Like well, no. Well, you're I mean, bu- if you're on... buying ad time, yeah. as long as it's not indecent, you yeah. can pretty much do whatever. Because <laughs> it's hilarious that the, the NHL network, because I've ended up now being up late or whatever, watching NHL tonight, like at one in the morning, yeah. you know, twelve thirty to one in the morning, and they have they're, they're back to the like, hot singles are wanting to talk <laughs> to you. Like, I thought we got rid of all them. Like with the internet, is anyone still picking on the phone going? One eight hundred nine seven six. Do me. Yeah. Uh, is there any women on this party night? One night <laughs> call. One nine hundred. I'm single. That's... We are eighteen. I mean, some people just want the visual and not like actual visual. They want. To they men- usually the get some model. some really yeah. heavy. So. No, it's a dude. <laughs> With a really hot voice. <laughs> Oh, so I've been smoking. <clears throat> Sorry, I've been smoking cigarettes all day. <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> exactly. I've been smoking the cigarettes like crazy. It's so crazy. Oh, whoops! Sorry, wrong call. That's it. So that's all I got. That's my that's my page and a half of notes. So what, uh, what was the first one? What were we recording before? Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's like forty-five minutes. It's not bad. So make sure you check out all of the family. During that fifteen minutes before the show, I was like, I don't know what we're talking we're about. Just, I don't know. We'll just talk about something. <laughs> So, make sure you check out all of the podcasts in the Nerdables family of podcasts. There's not more than one. 